praise the Lord with a mighty clap offering. Let's praise him with a clap. Celebrate the Lord. Yes, celebrate his goodness. Celebrate his message for the gift of life. There is no God like our God. Can you do it better unto the Lord? Clap your hands, somebody. Lift up your Bibles with me. And say with me, say, this is my Bible. Okay, are you ready? Say, this is my Bible. It is the Word of God. The way you are saying it. Say it again. Say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I am not a hearer only. I am a doer of the word. Say, I love the word. I love hearing the word. I love reading the word. The word blesses me. Wave your Bible and say, Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. All right. I'm going to try and briefly teach the Word of God, and then after that, we'll get into a little prayer before we close this morning. So, usually we do some praying before we start, but this morning we'll pray at the end of the teaching of the Word. Father, thank you for this morning that our lives will never be the same again. That you sent forth your word to heal and to deliver. That this morning, as we go through the pages of your word, bring deliverance to somebody here. Let life be released upon your people in Jesus' name. And let us never live the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody wave your hands and say a big amen. amen. Are you here this morning? Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. This morning we are dealing with overcoming untimely death. Overcoming untimely death. It says, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you Life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Somebody say, I choose life. Listen, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Say it again. Say, I choose life. So he says, choose life that both you and your seed may live. Hallelujah. Now, living long or dying prematurely, according to Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19, is a choice one has to make. Now, I want you to open your eyes this morning and open your heart this morning and listen carefully. Because for most people, they believe that death is a force that controls man. But some things will shift this morning in your life. But living long or dying early is a choice people make. So Moses said to the children of Israel, I am certain before you today, death and life. And you would have to choose which one you want. And then he advised them and said that choose life that you may live. Not only you, you and your seed. So in actual fact, you can choose life for your children. You can choose life for your seed. In the same way, you can choose premature death for your seed. And this morning, I pray for you as I stand before you this morning. May you choose life and live long in Jesus' name. You see, life is very, very important. And I like what Brother Kinsley said when he was 
emceeing and the scripture he quoted. Very, very powerful. You know, but life is very, very important. You need life to fulfill your dreams on earth. Without life, you can't fulfill your dreams. It doesn't matter what God has said concerning your life. It doesn't matter what God says he's going to do with you. It doesn't matter the aspirations you have. Without life, everything is gone. And life is God's greatest gift to man. On this earth, the greatest gift God can give anybody is not money. The greatest gift you have today is not the clothes you are wearing. It doesn't matter how expensive your dress is. It could be one million dollars. That is not the greatest gift you have. The greatest gift you have this morning is life. Because without life, every other thing is useless. So, when we thank God, one of the things we thank God for is the gift of life. Lift up your hand and say, Lord, thank you for life. Oh, I don't like the way your voice sounds. Somebody say, Lord, I thank you for life. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 38 from verse 1. Give me Isaiah chapter 38 from verse 1. It says, In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Verse 2. Then Hezekiah turned his face towards the wall and prayed unto the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah saying, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. May God hear somebody's prayer this morning. Behold, I will add unto thy days 15 more years. So Hezekiah prayed because he received a prophecy that his days were going to be cut off. He received a prophecy that his life was about to end. He received a prophecy that his life was about to be be shortened and that he should set his house in order. And Hezekiah, knowing what he wanted, decided that lord it is you who have said i'm going to die but i look around me i don't want to go now so god change the story i don't know who prophesied to you that god doesn't want you to live this morning i came to tell you if you don't want to go then the doors are not open for you to go yet somebody shout and say i receive life so, God promised that Ezekiel was going to die. But within a short period, that prophecy had to change. And where there was supposed to be death, life was given. Fifteen more years was added to his life. Any verdict in the realms of the spirits, that is demanding that you must die a certain death. This morning I came to say to you, that the spirit of death is cancelled from your life. You shall not die. Ah, yeah, da, 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 da. Listen, if you close your mouth, you are closing up your life. I said, you shall not die. That you shall live to declare the works of God. Lift up your hand and shout, I shall live. So 15 more years were added to the man. Who God, it was not a prophet who said it. It was not an apostle that said it. It was God himself that spoke. God does not change his mind. But for once, the man was not ready to go. The man was not ready. Tell somebody, I'm not ready to go. Are you sure? 
the way you say it, tell somebody, I am not ready to go. The man was sick with a sickness that should have killed him. But yet he looked at the sickness in the face. He looked at death in the face and said, I am not ready to go. Any sickness that the devil said will kill you. This morning I prophesy as I join my faith with your faith. If you are not ready to go, then you are not going now. I said, if you are not ready to go, then you are not going now. Somebody shout, I am not going now. I am not going. No, 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 no. I am not going. I said, I am not going. Ada, you didn't hear me. I said, I am not going now. You may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But if you are not ready to go, nobody can take your life. No devil can take your life. No demon can take your life. No sickness can take your life. Because you are not ready to go. This morning I decree, receive life. I said receive life. I said receive life. Somebody shout life. I am not ready to go. When death comes knocking at your door, if death comes knocking at your door, Respond and tell death, I am not ready to go now. Any assignment you have with death, any contract you have with death, any appointment you have with death, this morning I decree that contract is cancelled. The appointment is cancelled. Somebody clap your hands and shout, I am not ready for death. Ayada Bahada. I am not ready. I am not ready. I said, I am not ready. Look at somebody and tell the person, you are not ready. Uh, are you sure? Look at the person in the eye. Some of you, you can't look into people's eyes. Anybody who can't look into your eyes, the person has been gossiping about you. But look at the person in the eye and tell the person, you are not ready for death. Tell the person, you are not going now. This morning, I decree over everybody under the sound of my voice. Let the power of death break. Let the spirit of premature death break. Your children will not go now. Your mother will not go now. Your father will not go now. Your cousins will not go now. You shall live. You shall not die. Oh, death, hear my voice. I am not ready to go now. Lift up your hand and shout, I receive life. I receive life. I am not ready. I am not ready. Mr. Agua, I'm not ready. You are not going now. No, 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 no. You are not going now. Somebody shout a big amen. God promised Israel that the number of your days you will fulfill. In Exodus chapter 23 verse 25. Exodus 23, 25. He said, And ye shall serve the Lord thy God, and he shall bless thy bread, and thy water and I will take sicknesses away from the midst of thee and there shall nothing cast their young in other words nothing shall miscarriage nothing shall die young one comment Don't let death stop your voice. I said nothing shall die young. Not even your animals will die before their time. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but I'm telling you that not even your dog in the house shall die young. Around you, there shall be longevity of life. Receive the blessing of long life. Your cats will not die young. 
<laughs> yeah. Your dog will not die young. Your finances will not die young. Your business will not die an untimely death. And look at this. He says, There shall nothing cast your young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days, the number of thy days, he said what? Uh -uh, Come on, talk to me somebody. The number of thy days, what? You shall fulfill your days. I said you shall fulfill your days. Some of you, your life will beat medical science. I said, your life will beat medical science. Medical science will not be able to explain why you are still alive. Not by might, not by power. But God will keep you alive. Yeah. So, listen, you must know the number of your days. You must know it. You must know how long God wants you to live. You must know it as a Christian. Until that, any number will be a number. But if you know the number, not any number is the number. True? If you know your number and they give you a certain number, you know, no, this is not my number. If you know that your number is 80, your number is 90, and then they give you 50, you say, no, it is not my number. I am not number 50. May God give you the wisdom to know your number. Look at this. I have a lot of scriptures. I'll just mention some of them. So you write them down and you reference later on. Amen? In Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, God gave man, he says, yet his days shall be 120 years. So God gave man 120 years. Genesis 6, 3. However, in the same Old Testament, David gave a minimum age that one should live. Genesis 6 3 was God, but Psalm 90 was David. He said in verse 10 The days of our years are three score and ten. That is what? 70. And if by reason of strength, they shall be four score years. That is what? 80. So David is saying that quarter, quarter, when you are here, try 80. When you are here, 70. But I want to do it. You are bad. You are bad. You are bad. Nakache ni pane se inti wumre na ensoye. Hmm? Did you hear what I said? Ask somebody, how old are you? Now, listen. This is not God speaking. This was David. So if you are 80, here this morning, and you don't agree with David, it means that it is still not your number. So, if I put the two together, if I put Genesis 6 3 together with Psalm 92, verse 10 together, what it means is that man is supposed to live between 70 and 120 years. Between a 70 and 120. Anything below that is not your number. Somebody shout, I know my number. number. Somebody say, Death. Death. 
I have no appointment with you now. Are we together? However, long life or life have some exceptions. For example, we see the man Jesus who died at the age of 33 years old. But listen to this. When Jesus was dying, he said, Father, into thy hands do I commit my spirit. So he said, Father, I have decided I am coming. <laughs> Not because the enemy has finished me. He said, I have decided that I have committed my spirit into your hands. You know, time will not permit me. But the other day, Paul, he said, I am torn between two things. I am wondering whether to go and be with the Lord, which is more restful, or to be with you. But when I look at the things, I think you guys need me now. So I will stay a little more. So, death is not supposed to control how long you lived. It is your number of days given by God that must determine how long you live. I speak over your life that you will not die prematurely in Jesus' name. You will not die prematurely. Somebody shout and say, I will not die prematurely. Come on, say it again. Say, I will not die prematurely. Did you say it? Yes. Shout it again. Say, I will not die prematurely. Die. Moses died at 120. But he couldn't take the children of Israel into the promised land. Jesus died at 33. But he fulfilled a lot. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Isaac lived 180 years old. Genesis 35, 29. Galatians chapter 4 verse 8 makes us understand that we are heirs of the promise like Isaac. Jacob lived 140 years old. Genesis 47 and 28. Joseph lived 110 years old. Moses lived 120 years old. Deuteronomy 34 verse 7. Let's read this one. I, I like what the Bible says about, about Moses. It says, And Moses was 120 years old when he died. And listen to this. His eyes was not dim. normal. his natural force abated physically he was not weak so at 120 years the man Moses he was climbing mountains and descending valleys in your old age you will be stronger like Moses I said in your old age you shall experience divine strength lift up your hand and shout I receive it in John chapter 10 verse 10, the Bible says, in John 10 10, the Bible says, the thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So there is a thief whose assignment is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. His assignment is to ensure that you don't fulfill the number of your days. He has an assignment to cut short the plans of God for your life. He has an assignment to make sure that you die before your time. He has an assignment to ensure that in the course of your journey, death must visit you at a junction that is not supposed to be. But this morning, I came to tell you, in the same John chapter 10 verse 10, but as for Jesus, he came that you may have life Ah, you didn't hear me. I said you may have life. 
and have it abundantly. This morning in the name of Jesus, I declare the thief is rebuked. We arrest that thief in the name of Jesus. And we declare by the hand of God, you shall enjoy long life. Ah, yadada, you didn't hear what I said? I said you shall enjoy long life. The thief shall not triumph over you. Death shall not prevail over you. I can prophesy with my eyes opened that it is not yet your time to die. When you travel by road, you shall come back. When you travel by air, you shall land safely. When you travel by sea, you shall land safely. Death is cancelled from your life. You shall not die. You shall live to declare the works of God. The spirit of death is arrested. The thief is arrested. If your amen is the loudest, receive life. I said the spirit of death is arrested. You shall live. I said you shall live. You shall not die. The thief is arrested. Somebody clap your hands and shout life. Life, 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 life. I receive life. I have life. Somebody shout and say, I have life. Come on, tell somebody, I have life. Somebody say, I have life. In the name of Jesus, the arrows that flies by day shall not harm you. The pestilence that flies by noon day shall not harm you. This morning I declare over you, sicknesses shall not take your life. When it is your time to go, you shall go as a fulfilled man. You shall go as a fulfilled woman. The day you die, there shall be peace all around you. Because you went at the right time. Wave your hand and shout hallelujah. So I said wave your hand and shout hallelujah. Somebody shout, I shall not die. I shall not die. No, 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 no. No way. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. I told you I have a lot of scriptures. First Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. So he's looking for somebody to devour. He's looking for somebody to kill. Somebody to destroy before their time. Unfortunately, there was nobody here that the devil would touch. I said, there is nobody here that the devil will touch. Your children are untouchable. Your family is untouchable. Did you hear what I said? I said, your grandchildren are untouchable. Your wife is untouchable. No woman here shall become a widow before their time. No man here shall become a widower in the name of Jesus Christ. Life is speaking. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. One of the things that makes people die early is ignorance. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, For lack of knowledge, my people what? Come on, talk to me. My people what? People perish for lack of knowledge. Perish includes death. So there are people who die because of lack of knowledge. That is the reason why you walk around making a lot of unguarded comments. You are making a lot of unguarded comments. Hey, anytime you make that statement, you reduce your number of years by one year. You can't be walking around. Say, hey, Hey, no, no, Ignorance is your problem. That somebody next door died does not mean it is your turn to die. A thousand will fall to your side. Ah, ten thousand to your right hand. It shall never come near thee. Only with your eyes. One thing I'm a kind. I said only with your eyes. 
you shall see the reward of the wicked. Somebody said the other day, hey, Bishop, pray for my children. I said, what happened? And, uh, I, you know, recently there was this thing that happened, I think in um, um, Cape Coast University, where a final year student fell from the, you know, I think third floor or something. You heard that story. And this person has a child in the, one of the universities. Said, hey, Bishop, you see, the way the child fell. Hey, Bishop, my child, oh. Hey, Bishop. Except the Lord keeps the city. The watchman watches but in vain. Hey, if the child is not kept by the Lord, every other effort is in vain. Hear me, child of God. You have a watchman. I have a watchman. He that watches over Israel. He never sleeps nor slumbers. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hey, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restoreth my soul. Hey, this morning I declare, the Lord is your shepherd. Somebody clap your hands and shout like you are alive. You are not alive. I said shout like you are alive. Somebody said, the Lord is my shepherd. Yes. I like that song they sing. The Lord is thy keeper by day. He shall restore thy soul. Even forevermore. My help. My help. All of my help. Cometh from the I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. The Lord. And He said, He will not suffer thy He will not suffer your foot. The Lord I keep at thee. Yes, that is it on the screen. For the Lord is thy keeper by day. Thy upon thy right hand. Upon thy right hand. Thou shalt not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. He shall preserve thy soul even forevermore. Somebody shout it and say, My help! Uh, my help! Come on, somebody shout it! Yes, 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 yes! My All of my help! All of my help cometh from the Somebody give him praise and glory. Uh, I said, give him thanks. I said, give him thanks. Listen, church. You must desire life. I said, do what? Uh-uh. Listen, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. I said, desire life. Somebody say, I desire life. Say, I, would, I desire to live long. And say, I will live very long. Anybody waiting to inherit you, they better go and work. Yes, yes, Pastor Nyameba. When I was speaking, the guy, you think I'm speaking in tongues? You understood it? You are coming, you are in the spirit. Hallelujah! But life is very important. Like I said, it is the most important gift to man on this earth and in heaven. The most important blessing we receive in heaven 
is not gold because over there the streets are made of gold. It is not healing because there is no sickness there. It is not light because over there there is no night there. The most precious blessing we'll enjoy in heaven is what we call life forevermore. Life. So on earth and in heaven, life is the most important thing. Quickly, for those of you who are writing, take note of this. The only reason why people relate to you is because you are living. That is the only why people relate to you. No matter how many people love you, when you die, they will stop relating to you. In fact, when you die and people still relate to you, it is demonic. So if you have somebody who is dead and you still go, that they should call the person's spirit so that you talk to the person. It is evil. Huh? It is, I said it is what? Why, why can't you say it? Why have you been doing that? I said it is what? No matter how much you love somebody, when they die, they die. Once you die, you can't make an impact in life anymore. The impact you make is because you have life. Death cuts off your impact. That is why don't live here before your time. There is more impact for you to make. There are more people here to be blessed by you. You can't live at this time. No matter how people love you or you love people, once you are buried, they all keep away from you. When I buried my sister, I went there the following day with my, my sister's children because I didn't go to the cemetery to where see. And then I went there. No matter how I love her, I deleted the number from my phone. That's all. Finished. Finished. When you die, listen, if you die before your time, the day will bury you. I will delete your number from my phone. I can't call you again. Your impact is finished. If you have not finished your assignment, some of you mothers here, you are here to now bath your grandchildren. Some of you fathers here, you are now, oh, Miss Agua, you are now about to carry your grandson. And then in your mind, you are still, you are yet making plans for death. I erase every premature death thought in your mind. It is cancelled by the blood. Somebody shout a big amen. Spouses whose partners die will continue with life. You know this funny thing they say when they are going to bury people, especially the shanties, they will be crying. Oh, minubeko, minubeko, minubeko. Now the bijam hoenye, minubeko, and then they will be crying. And then when they get to the cemetery, when they put you into the thing, when you minko. You see people who are disrupted by death, they are my basar. Because maybe their husband is dead or their wife is dead. Charlie, you wait. After one year, especially if they are my in-laws, six months. Somebody say, help me, Jesus. If a boss dies, as soon as they bury him, they replace him. Sometimes why they replace you before they bury you. Yes, the work must go on. Work must go on. So you'll be there and be thinking, you'll be there. Following day, Hey, 
then you'll be ordering your wife. And I want to be in Pierre. And I'm a mare. And then the car you bought with your family. Hey! Hey! Anybody wanted to inherit you, let them go and work. You shall not die before your time. Somebody shout yes. And then your own money. Afena, somebody from the village. Kurasini bi omre ye. Obetanasi abekase. Eh? Eh? Inti no. Sesi anuma take over. Mene edi mi edi adi ye. Take over. Edan pe person wa yin fine. Me take over. So, um, ejuma no amufasi osimre me. Eh? Anybody who because of your property, they want you to die before your time. May they die and you bury them. If your amen is the loudest, let it happen in your life. I said, you shall bury them one by one. The Bible says, anybody who digs a pit for you, they shall fall into their own pit. One by one, I declare, those who dig a pit for you, may God, I said, may God, Cause them to stumble into their own pit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, I shall not die. Yeah. So death. Death. Is the power that destroys life. Death is the power that destroys life. It destroys life. Death is the end of life. It is a permanent end or it is destruction. Death is the end. Death is irreversible. That is why when we are dealing with premature death, you don't deal as if you, 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 are, you, are, treating mos- you are dealing with mosquitoes. No. We are not dealing with mosquitoes here. We are dealing with somebody that brings a permanent end. Death is a personality. So death can hear. Death obeys instructions. Death knows its limits. Death knows who to respond to. Death knows who to attack. Death knows its boundaries. And when its time is not yet up, when it is invoked and you don't speak to death and command it to go away, it will cross its boundaries. And take those they are not supposed to take. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone here. That death is trying to cross its boundary. To step into your territory of life. And take control of your life. This morning I declare. Oh death. Where is your power? Oh grave. Where is your stain? The power of death is swallowed up. In on that day when Jesus died and he entered into the grave the Bible says he resurrected and said all power in hell all power has been given unto me this morning I declare by the power in Jesus name the spirit of death is arrested the boundaries of death are prolonged devil stay on your side of the land you cannot cross over as for us here we are surrounded by the blood we are surrounded by fire the power of premature death is destroyed in the name of jesus no child shall die no man shall die before their time no woman shall die before their time the power of death is destroyed permanently in the name of jesus we speak this morning let there be life the life of god is around us the life of god is in us we are not dying before our time we are stronger than ever before the spirit of death is swallowed up in victory This morning I prophesy to 21 of you that you shall not die. I said you shall not die. I said you shall not die. I said you shall not die. Lift up your hand and shout yes. You shall not die. In the next one minute we are going to pray. But listen. Things that will show that you live long. Number one, 
long life is to be buried by your children and not your children burying you. Genesis 27 verse 7, Genesis 25 verse 7 to 10. Number two, long life is to live an inheritance for your children's children. Genesis 25 verse 6. Long life means you have seen your children's children. Long life means you have seen your children's children. That is long life. Amen? Long life means you have served your generation. Acts 13, 36. Long life means you have served your generation. You have served your generation. Long life is blessing the next generation before you die. That is long life. Long life is to live a living legacy. Long life is by having a credible successor. Long life means that with Jawichi ye. With Jawichi ye. You've left a credible successor. There are some people when they die, everything is scattered. Everything scatters. No. Because nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw it coming. A long life is that you've, you've arranged, if you like, literal translation, you've arranged your back. You've arranged your back. Tell somebody, say, you, you will arrange your back. Uh, say, you will arrange your back. I just say, Ubesiesi with you. Until then, you are not going anywhere. How can you have children? JHS, primary school, and then you are going. Leaving them for who? Minus you in Jesus' name. I said, minus you in the name of Jesus. But listen, the number one cause of death, premature death, is sin. As I end, the number one cause of premature death is what? Sin. Sin is the number one cause of premature death. And sin brings spiritual death. Romans chapter 6, verse 22 and 23 says, But now be made free from sin and become servants to God. Ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end of everlasting life. All right? You have fruits of holiness and the end of everlasting life. So fruits of holiness brings us into the place of life everlasting. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This morning, if you are here and your sins have not forgiven you, and you are not sure if you die today, you go to heaven. You are just playing with death. You are just, you are just, death is managing you. But if you want to receive life, I'm ready to pray with you. Because that is the beginning of enjoying a quality life from God. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here this morning, you want your sins forgiven. I want you to please lift up one hand and I'll pray with you. If there is anybody here who wants your sins to be forgiven, yes, please don't be shy. Lift up your hand. I want to see your hand up. Yes, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to receive Jesus. Lift up your hand. You want your sins forgiven. Without hand lifted up, please stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Yes. If your hand is lifted, please stand to your feet. We page one sir. Original one also. Yes. Yes. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. You want your sins forgiven. You want your sins forgiven. Stand to your feet. Take your Bible. Take your bag. Whatever you came with, and walk to me in front here. Come. I'm going to pray with you. This morning, I'm going to pray with you. 
Come. Come, I'm going to pray with you. Yes. God bless you. Please lift up your hand. And those of you in front here, and church, everybody, pray this prayer with me. Say with me, say, Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. I am nothing without you. This morning, forgive me all my sins. Wash me with your blood. Come into my life and make my life a testimony to those who know me. Lord, write my name in the book of life. Save me from my sins. Amen. Put your hand on your chest. Father, thank you for these ones. Establish them in your kingdom. Let them never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Keep standing. Please stand with your